0: Anti-American revolutionists are trying to tear down our nation. They're trying to tear down the foundations of our nation. And so this week, as our nation celebrates its independence, I want to go back and examine how the incredible biblical principles that were enshrined in our founding and in our founding documents, in particular in our Declaration of Independence, we're actually the key to ending slavery and achieving uh, equality under the law. So if these revolutionists out in the street actually believe the things they claim to believe, uh, they should be celebrating America along with all the rest of us. So stay tuned as we go behind the deep state and we show you the true history of what the deep state is trying to tear down. Deep state globalists, people like uh, UN secretary general Ban Ki-moon who stepped down uh, just a couple of years ago have been saying we have a, a new global declaration of interdependence. Now, uh, the, he was referring to agenda 2030, UN agenda 2030. We did a whole episode on that. I encourage you to go watch it. But this is kind of like a global declaration of inter- interdependence. He was right. This was a direct attack on our declaration of independence. Uh, another top UN official at the time, the head of the UN General Assembly called it the master plan for humanity. And so what they're doing here, and and the mobs out in the streets right now taking down our statues I did just yesterday or a couple of days ago, I saw they uh, they decapitated the statue of a Norwegian immigrant who died fighting against slavery in the Civil War uh, in Wisconsin. It just it makes you want to cry. Uh, but. What I want to show is that the actual Declaration of Independence, the reason why we celebrate Fourth of July, is the reason why, and the principles behind it, is the reason why humanity has enjoyed, Americans in particular, but even much of humanity, has enjoyed so much liberty over the last few centuries, unprecedented in human history. Uh, And there's also another reason I want to get into this today. You know, we've, we've, we've done, I think, almost 50 episodes at this point, maybe more, talking about the deep state. Uh, and who is the deep state? What is the deep state? What are they trying to accomplish? How do they work? What are their tactics? Who are the key figures? But Sun Tzu had uh, some very, very profound insight. When he wrote uh, in The Art of War thousands of years ago, the Chinese military strategist, uh, he explained that if you want to win every single battle, you need to know yourself and you need to know your enemy. So I, I've, I've already gone through a lot about our enemy, right? We're dealing with absolute evil and, and evil's minions uh, here on this earth. But beyond that, we need to know ourselves. Uh, And actually Sun Tzu, to contrast that, he says, if you don't know yourself and you don't know your enemy, you're gonna lose every single battle. And today in America, we don't know ourselves at all. It's very, very sad to have to report that, but I've done experiments. I've talked to uh, even people in my own family who've been through uh, government indoctrination centers for 12 years masquerading as educational institutions. They don't even know what we're celebrating on 4th of July. And that is not an exaggeration at all. Go do this experiment yourself. They really don't know even why we're celebrating. They don't know that that's the day we declared independence. They don't know who we declared independence from. They don't know what uh, the the Declaration of Independence was based on. They don't know any of these things. This is all very strategic. This is all orchestrated by the deep state to be able to destroy our nation, because our nation is one of the last major things in the way, one of the last major obstacles uh, in the way of the New World Order agenda of the deep state. So today, I just want to talk some history, and I want to start off with our Declaration of Independence, probably uh, one of the most important, maybe the most important political document ever written in human history outside of the Holy Scriptures. Now, I want to quote just some of the, the, just the brilliance of this document. Uh, our founders, they said, uh, we hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. So I want to break this down here real quick. These words are so profound, they're so important. This was a, a, a sea change. In political thinking. Nothing like this had ever been said uh, in the founding of a nation in all of human history. So let's break it down. Uh, First of all, our founding fathers said these are self-evident truths, right? These are not things that we're going to debate. We're not going to debate whether all men are actually created equal because there is no debate. They were created equally by their creator. This is self-evident, they said. And and I think uh, at that time, everybody recognized that today, unfortunately, due to uh, massive amounts of indoctrination by the deep state through the government school system. Go watch our episodes on that if you have haven't yet. Um, You know, not only do do people not treat these truths as self-evident, in some cases they argue that, uh, hey, there is no God. Right. It takes a lot of brainwashing to get there. And then the, the founders went on to say that all men and by that they mean, of course, all people are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. So these rights are pre-existing, right? The government can't take them away because God gave them to you. And where did they get this idea from? That God had given us rights. Well, if you read your Bible, which, you know, the the founders came, even the, the handful of founders who weren't necessarily, uh, you know, Bible-believing Christians, sometimes people say Thomas Jefferson, who was one of the key authors of the Declaration of Independence, uh, didn't necessarily believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Whether that's true or not, you know, it's a debate for another time. Uh, there's scholars on both sides of this issue. But either way, he, he approached his life and, and the world and everything around him through a biblical worldview. Our society was completely saturated in a biblical worldview. And so these ideas, they came out of the Holy Scriptures. When God said, thou shalt not murder, what's the corollary to that? Well, you, if you can't murder, that means I have a right to life, right? God said I'm created in his image. And so nobody has the right to take away my life except God who gave it to me. Uh, the right to liberty right? God actually repeatedly in the Bible says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. In, in the Old Testament, uh, God very clearly says, proclaim liberty throughout the land. Now, that doesn't mean liberty to kill people. That doesn't mean liberty to lie and loot and steal and, and trash things and uh, fornicate and 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 commit adultery against your, your wife or your husband. Uh, but it does mean liberty to, you know, decide for ourselves what kind of business we want to be in, uh, you know, how exactly we're going to worship God, our creator. These are the kinds of, you know what we're going to do with our property. Uh, these are the kinds of liberties that uh, that God is talking about, and He talks about that extensively in the Bible. And then finally, pursuit of happiness. Uh, this is really rooted in the idea of private property. When God says thou shalt not steal, and we'll see that in a moment when we get into the history. But when God says thou shalt not steal, uh, he the, the corollary to that is you have a right to private property. Of course, you can't steal something from someone if they don't have a right to own that thing in the first place. So what the founders here were distilling was just simple biblical truths that were self-evident. To people, and uh, you know, this, this is, some of these things are self-evident everywhere, right? Uh, there's been studies done on, on children all over the world. It doesn't matter if their parents are Buddhists or Hindus or Shinto's or, or atheists or, uh, or you know, demon worshippers. That all children are born with an understanding that they were created by an all-powerful being who loves them and who uh, has all power. And so this is something that's universal to the human experience, and so these truths really are self-evident. Uh, and then the founders went on to say that to secure these rights governments are instituted among men. So the reason why we create government is to protect our rights. And and this actually goes right along with what the scriptures teach as well. You know, in Romans 13, God tells us that the purpose of government is to punish evil. And he defined evil as murder, as stealing, as, as adultery. Right? So we create a government to punish people who violate our right to life or our right to property. That is the purpose of government. That's where the founders got these ideas. And they laid the foundation to create the most prosperous, the least racist, the most free, the most successful nation in all of human history, bar none. I mean, there's not even a close second. America is just like light year, at least was light years ahead of everybody else. And I can hear the the Black Lives Matter and the woke mobs and the, and the Antifa lunatic, oh, but what about slavery? What where, wait where, slavery? Okay, yeah, let's talk about, about slavery for a minute. Slavery has been a scourge that has been with humanity from time immemorial, from the dawn of human history, right? Uh, if you've read your Bible, you know that the Jews were slaves in Egypt, right? And the Pharaoh was working them and forcing them to build a bunch of stuff. And uh, you know, slavery has been ubiquitous throughout human history. Slavery was practiced all over Africa, all over Asia, all over Europe. The Greeks did slavery. The Romans did slavery. Uh, the, the Arabs, the Muslims, they all did slavery. This is just a scourge that has been with humanity from time immemorial. Now, slavery was still, is, is still, practiced around the world, although thanks to these words, enshrined by our founding fathers in the Declaration of Independence, uh, it has largely been phased out. Now, it took a long time, right, in in the African nation of Mauritania. It wasn't until 2007 when the government finally, under global pressure, really that came as a result of what America did, um, decided to finally criminalize the practice of slavery. It's still widely practiced there. It's mostly uh, Arabs enslaving uh, Africans. But uh, just to give you some perspective, right, slavery is something that's been with humanity forever. And then America's founders came along and said, wait a minute here. God made us all equally, right? It doesn't matter what kind of skin tone you have, how much melanin you have in your skin. Uh, God created us equally, and God endowed every one of us. Doesn't matter. They didn't put an asterisk in there. Well, if you have a darker skin or if you have uh, you know curly hair or whatever, uh, then that doesn't apply to you. They said all men, all men. And they're talking about all men people here. And now I want to, you know, when we abolish slavery, it, it took less than 100 years from the time those words were enshrined in our founding documents to the total abolishment of slavery in the United States. And I want to quote from uh, Abraham Lincoln, who actually led the charge to abolish slavery. We can debate civil war and, and those things another time. But Abraham Lincoln, he issued the Emancipation Proclamation. He might have had ulterior motives, but he was the one who did, uh, in fact, end slavery in America. And here's what he said in a debate with Douglas in 1858. He says. There is no reason in the world why the Negro is not entitled to all the natural rights enumerated in the Declaration of Independence, the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Okay, guys, are you getting this? One of the main reasons why Abraham Lincoln believed that slavery needed to go was that, hey, Declaration of Independence, people have natural rights. They come from God. So the Declaration of Independence laid the foundation to abolish slavery. In fact, many of the men involved with writing the Declaration of Independence wanted to abolish slavery. Uh, you know, for political considerations, they weren't able to do it right away, but almost right away, they got started. Right? They banned the uh, the international slave trade. They banned the importation of slaves, and little by little, they were chipping away at it until finally, less than a hundred years after the Declaration of Independence, we could get rid of slavery. Now, we should be celebrating these documents. We should be celebrating the insight, the foresight, the benevolence, the wisdom of the men who put these things together. So, why did they declare? Independence. This is another thing that you know really very few people today in America, unfortunately, understand. Well, they actually listed all the reasons in the Declaration of Independence. So I'm going to encourage everybody to go read the Declaration of Independence for yourself. It's not going to take you all that long, and then you don't have to believe me or anybody else. You don't have to believe Howard Zinn and his Marxist propaganda in uh, People's History of the United States. Just go read it for yourself and see why the founders declared independence. Uh, but here's a, you know just a couple things to mention. The history of the present King of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. Okay, let's break that down real quick. Why did they have to declare independence? Uh, and the founders were pretty clear. You know, it, it's not a good idea to just have a revolution willy-nilly and, and you know, do whatever. Uh, but they were clear The what's happening now with the King of Britain is all of these different attacks, all these usurpations have one goal in mind, and that goal is to establish complete tyranny over these United States, and that is not going to be acceptable uh, in America to our people. We are going to resist that. So uh, they said uh, he uh, refuses assent to laws the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. So they wouldn't let the colonists make laws that were needed. Um, he has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance uh, unless uh, they are suspended in their operation. So they couldn't pass laws without getting the king's permission, even though they were, they were incredibly needed. He abused legislatures. He obstructed the administration of justice. He uh, made judges in America totally dependent on him, right? Uh, They they had to basically serve him, not the interests of justice. Uh, I love this quote here. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out of their substance, right? So uh, so the king has created all these new bureaucracies and hired all these bureaucrats to go around and terrorize the American people, telling us what we can do, what we can't do, what we must do, how we must do it. Uh, He's kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. Uh, He wants the military to be independent of and superior to the civil power, right? Um, He uh, protects them by mock trial, right? So when they abuse people, when they murder colonists, uh, the king protects them with fake trials. Uh, He tried to cut off our trade with all parts of the world. He imposed taxes on us without our consent, right? And we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, in the history of Um, You know how this amazing document came to be uh, for depriving us in many cases of the benefit of trial by jury for transporting us beyond the seas to be tried for pretended offenses They would kidnap Americans and take them uh, off to the UK to be tried in phony trials for fake uh, crimes that they may or may not have committed. Uh, He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging a war against us. He has plundered our seas, he has ravaged our coasts, he burnt our towns and destroyed the lives of our people. He's at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation and tyranny. Already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy, scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation. Uh, they said he's constrained our fellow citizens, right? He kidnapped Americans on the high seas and forced them to ju- to take up arms against their own people or to be killed, right? He's uh, excited domestic insurrection. So he's going around, his, his agents are going around America uh, trying to get uh, uprisings, trying to, uh, trying to have the Indians attack uh, the colonists. And, uh, you know, the Indians weren't exactly, uh, you know, Christian. They didn't believe in Christian morality. And uh, as the founders point out, their known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes and conditions. So they would come into a town and slaughter men, women, and children uh, in in just horrifying fashion. Uh, In every stage of these oppressions, they said we have a we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms, our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. So what they said was, you know, this guy is acting like a a monstrous tyrant and and under no circumstances can we submit to this evil. And so what did they do then? They appealed to the supreme judge of the world. They appealed to God for his divine assistance in this effort to free themselves from this tyrant. And they said that uh, uh, in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies, we uh, solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as a free and independent state, they have the power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and do all other acts and things which independent states may have right do. And for the support of this declaration, they said, with, uh, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, right, we're relying on God to look out for us as we do what is right. They said we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. That, folks, is the incredible, incredible document that set our nation free from the rule of a tyrant. And actually, if you listen to those reasons, you're thinking, hmm, that sounds a lot like certain individuals today, doesn't it? Oh, yes. You must wear a mask. You can't open your business. You're not essential. Go over here. Tote that barge. Lift that bail. We're now living under the same types of abuses. Right. Uh, So, guys we need to recognize how precious this declaration of independence is. We need, to re- we need to confront these ludicrous brainwashed mobs in our street that are being riled up, completely indoctrinated, don't have any understanding of American history. We need to confront them with the fact that the reason why slavery was abolished in this country and around the world is precisely because of the principles that were enshrined in our declaration of independence, principles that come from the Bible and principles that are at the foundation of our great, incredible nation. Is our nation perfect? No, of course it's not. We live in a fallen world. It was founded by fallen men. What do we expect? But it is by far the best thing we've got, the best we've ever had, and the best we ever will get. I can assure you that if we let this all get frittered away, we will not again enjoy liberty in our lifetimes, nor will our children, nor will our grandchildren. So folks, uh, in the interest of time, we're going to call it here. And in the next episode of behind the deep state, we're gonna talk a little bit about the history that led up to this incredible document called the Declaration of Independence, folks. So go out there, celebrate our nation's independence, spread this video to others, read the Declaration of Independence, don't rely on the fake media and the liars in the deep state to shape your perception of our country. We are blessed beyond anything that you can imagine to have been born here, and we need to celebrate that. Americans of all colors, skin tones, backgrounds, religious traditions, we all need to be very, very grateful for the incredible sacrifices, the incredible foresight, the incredible wisdom of the men who put their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor on the line so that we and all people could be free. I'm Alex Newman. This is Behind the Deep State. Thank you very much. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that little bell so that you get warnings so YouTube can't censor us, and God bless.